This is review season, and you're listening to Death of the Reader, and welcome to a review of Scooby-Doo. Sorry, my mistake. This is a review of Richard Osman's The Thursday Murder Club, which comes in fifth place for our 2021 recommendations. One of the best-selling books in recent memory, this astonishingly accessible modern crime romp is a treasure, and I'm so grateful we got to feature it on the show. Television presenter Richard Osman debuted into crime fiction in 2020 with a mystery that took the classic Mystery Club out of their depth format, aged it up a lot, and made them all entertainingly talented swimmers. The titular club comprises five members, founder and intelligence operative Elizabeth, psychiatrist Ibrahim, loudmouth unionist Ron, and our newcomer nurse Joyce, who is our narrator of sorts. As a group of hungry young professionals, they're an impressive group of amateur detectives. But unfortunately for would-be criminals, they're actually pensioners, which means they have the unrelenting tenacity of people with literally nothing better to do. The group spend their time digging through the old, cold cases of the club's absent other founding member Penny, who is currently in intensive care, seeing if they can unravel the truth behind all manner of loose threads in records that they, legally speaking, should not have. When the property developer of their retirement village winds up dead in mysterious circumstances, the club leaps into action, voracious for their first real case. Their journey takes them through the tried-and-true amateurs versus the police back and forth that any mystery reader will be intimately familiar with, but Osman takes a fun twist on it by having us instead challenge police bureaucracy. Donna and Chris, our two lead police officers, are a terrific springboard for the club. The club's efforts to solve the crime are well-intentioned, probably dangerous, questionably ethical, and definitely illegal, and the police's struggle with how to treat them is oddly compelling. It's obvious that these two cops have their hearts in the right place, for which the story rewards at least one of them, but should these pensioners be allowed to overlook the law because they're doing such a good job at getting to the truth? It's a refreshing alternative to the normal application of the trope. The novel's sense of humor is eloquent, delicately balancing jokes on a wire between the grim business of murder and a genuinely heartwarming exploration of people we often underestimate in society, for a variety of reasons. There's no sense here of the cringeworthy one-liners of many a spy thriller, or laughable buffoonery of an incompetent police department, or poorly aged cultural superiority. The jokes just feel right. I could picture my late grandfather and I having the same flavor of snarky between friends jabs and the sense of solidarity with someone so wildly unlike yourself. Richard Osmond has found the magical invisible line where written humor doesn't undermine the emotion of a scene so much as build it. Aside from one joke about technology that has already aged badly in the one year since its release, though to be frank it'll probably be funny for exactly that reason in the near future, the humor is bound to no age group or era, and is less about jokes than the friendship they stem from. One easy-to-overlook joke in the early book doesn't even pay off for several dozen chapters, an elegant tipping point where you finally have the last piece in the puzzle to see just how much camaraderie these characters were oozing before you even caught on to the idea. That camaraderie is one of the centerpieces of the book. Through the hundreds of pages that Osman has you chuckling and cheering, he will strike you almost unawares with insightful social commentary and subversions you'd wish were the norm. The inescapable question this novel asks in both premise and execution is who do you underestimate? You might think of retirees as being laid back all day sleepers in need of constant help from their younger family members, but you would be definitively wrong. Fortunately for the Thursday Murder Club, that assumption lets them finagle their way into any and every situation they could possibly want. From little white lies to elaborate sequences of espionage, the Thursday Murder Club proves proverbially locked doors are merely a suggestion. It's not just the club that show these subversions, either. The building of the working relationship between the police is thoughtful and laden with hooks. The background cast of construction workers, truck drivers, and small shop owners flesh out a cast that is already so dedicated to challenging your assumptions with limitless opportunities to continue that class act. 
The opening chapters establish that in some ways, it's a lack of camaraderie that gets our initial victim killed. So there is a pretty clear angle. I can't speak for what the marketing for this book was like in the UK, where its major success has been, but I could handily believe this novel reached these numbers largely under its own steam. It is a damn good book that is wildly accessible and has insightful things to say that you really should be thinking about. The smart, fun, and frankly dangerous power that the Thursday Murder Club have is abundantly worth the asking price. The Thursday Murder Club by Richard Osman takes out our fifth highest recommendation for 2021 and was recently joined by a sequel, The Man Who Died Twice. Both are out with Penguin Books in Australia or Penguin's Viking imprint in its native UK. This is Death of the Reader, and I hope you're enjoying review season. You're listening to 2SER 107.3.